the dudettes. I know how to play this game. <laughs> on occasion. On occasion. Oh, my God. It's Sunday night. It's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. Father's Day. It's my day. Because I'm a father four times over. So, you know, all about me, people. All about me. The D in DM stands for daddy. <laughs> okay, now you just made it all gross. You're welcome. <laughs> I forgot my beer. Oh, I forgot my beer, Brandon. I forgot my beer. I, don't worry. I'll, hey, I'll show show everybody you. show everybody your mug. This pirate mug. <laughs> I love it. I oh, mean the the handle's real cool. <laughs> it's a spine. Calista yeah, Cal- said the same thing. Yeah, Calista like goes, "Ooh, the spine," and she like grabs it. <laughs> I mean, it's her professional opinion that it's cool. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, everybody! Happy Sunday! Thank you for joining us for episode five of the Debtors Gambit tonight. Um, if you haven't got caught up, everything you need is down below um, in regards to watching the previous episodes. Also, everything you need to know about us, um, our Discord, and what we do, and what our focus is here at the TTRPG Academy. Um, I do have a new show starting at the end of June. Uh, we have shows almost every night, with the exception of Saturday. Uh, that seems to be our one day off that we take. Um I actually do two games on Saturday. They're just private games. Um, but hey, uh, everything you need to know about us, our Discord link, uh, we are not giving away dice tonight. Um, we will, however, be doing uh, a week-long giveaway of dice at the end of the month to celebrate the end of Pride Month. We will also be... Uh, we're also in the process of giving away digital uh, redeemable keys for D&D Beyond uh, for our Twitch followership to hit 250. So if you haven't followed us yet, please do. If you can afford Jeff Bezos $4.99 per month, uh, please subscribe. We could always use a little extra help to keep us going here at uh, TTRPG Academy. Uh, Other than that, um, Shannon, what you got going on these days? Oh, too much. Way too much is the correct answer to that. Um, Umblico del Diablo is one of those things, and that is a Mage the Ascension 5th edition uh, podcast. It is a homebrew with some um, World of, not World of Darkness, Mage uh, rules combined with Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition rules mushed together with a sanity system, like a little cherry on top because it's such a treat for us. Um, that follows five heroes and their journeys through a very morally gray world in a dusty little desert town. Though we did take a side trip to Reno, and that turned out great. Yeah, I can't anyway. wait. I can't <laughs> wait to get caught up. I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm on episode 15, but I know you have different naming forms. So, yep. I, I, but I'm, I think I'm like on episode 15 at this point. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting closer. Yeah. Maybe by the time you catch up, I will be able to put up the next episode. (laughs) Anyway, you can find that basically anywhere you can find podcasts. And with that, Cesare, what do you got going on? 
Hi, I'm Chesare. I'm trying to adjust my camera while you're trying to scale and readjust me at the same time. And it's making for a really comedic thing as I watch myself back on Twitch in my monitor off the side here. Because I'm like, no, I thought I just adjusted that. And then I look down and I was like, oh, no, it's moving. Now he's doing that. At the, ah. That's when you have two OCDs combating each other. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm My name a, is Cesare. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to get myself a little bit lower, and he's like stretching am, and zooming in. I'm like, oh, Lord. I am um, the puppet master. I am the puppet great. master. <laughs> I, as far as stuff that I'm doing on the interwebs, I have a, uh, a podcast slash video production as well. That's in the D&D world. It's called the General Adventuring Company, and we release our videos on tuesdays and it's uh it's a lot of fun i play a dragonborn ranger rogue multi-class because it is uh it, it's probably just really fitting my personality um but yeah it's it's a really dope time we chop it up so we do produce it a bit and um yeah you could see that uh the information is down below in our panels i'm not sure i think it's panels yeah on twitch I'm, i don't know the lingo um but yeah, our social media is at TGAC for the General Adventuring Company. And then POD for like podcast at TGAC pod um, on Instagram and Twitter, as well as YouTube. You can check out the General Adventuring Company. So, now, um, I am also building you a panel for the, uh, for the EMP studios. Tell us about what your profession Ooh. is. Yeah, uh, I make content for and with other people. Um, I actually don't do as much myself, except for these awesome games of D and D. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I help people, brands, businesses um, create the content that they need to uh, help them with whatever their goals are. If it's marketing, if it's branding, and yeah, travel around a lot. I'm converting a school bus so I can have a mobile production studio. And um, and recently, your project last weekend brought you out to the Hemet Studio. And yeah. we got my soundboard hooked up. We tested oh, so we tested a couple of the microphones. We did some recordings. We did some sound testing. You helped fix my I lighting. Got a massage. Yes. Oh. Yes. Calista <laughs> fixed you it's temporarily. The best time I've ever I've ever had in Hemet. <laughs> That's just because I haven't been to Hemet very often. <laughs> both, <laughs> both a uh, both a benefit and a curse at the same time. Um, Vince, do you have anything going on? Are you ever going to get back into a game of storytelling? Hmm? 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 Too traumatic? Uh, Too traumatic too for, traumatic. for Jin? Uh, I'm going to be buying a new motorcycle pretty soon, so I'm probably going to reserve those, uh, those days for riding. Uh, see, now the next time we see Vince, yeah. the very first yeah. time he rides his motorcycle, his eyes will be <laughs> crossed and there'll be a big, like, set of steel staples down the front of his face. First going. time. I've been riding since I was 18. Oh, so like, what, two months? Three months? Yeah. And, of, and as always, we have Brandon who makes rockets fly and um, I believe he's part of the, he's the original signer of the petition to not let Jeff Bezos back down to uh, planet Earth, if I recall, but I could we be wrong. competition. <laughs> Well, welcome everybody to Debtor's Gambit. Let's go ahead 
and recap because some interesting things had happened previously. The team uh, had been delivered to the island. They had braved the interesting flora and fauna that seemed to uh, litter uh, uh, the very geographic nature of the island, uh, causing a great deal of challenges. Once they had reached what they thought was the location that was intended for them, uh, after doing some investigation and encountering Glyphs of Warding, they entered the initial burial carn of Copper Joe. Once inside of this carn, they discovered a series of both riddles, traps, and preventative measures that are clearly designed to keep people out of Copper Joe's tomb. And where we last left them off, they had made their way down into a large underwater chamber um, that seemed to have both a dragon's skull with a chain, a ship floating out in the bay. The team figured out a interesting way to cross the surface of the bay to reach the ship as uh, it was filled with vast undead creatures that would attempt to pull you under. Uh, but Jin, using a very creative way of creating uh, ice surfaces, uh, managed to get uh, everybody, including himself, out to the ship. The ship itself seemed to be from a throwback of time, as well as, well, once reaching the ship, the water and the ambient air temperature was quite cold. The ship itself was almost frozen in time as if to be in a condition of when it was originally placed here. They had discovered a center hold to the ship that seemed to just drop down into a vast nothingness as a slight pulsing arconic wave was kind of just down there pulsing, pulse out, pulse down. And it was the, it's with this that Gatharn tied a rope around his waist, tied a rope around um, a beam that was leaning near the opening of the hold and leapt in to the space. And that's where we last left off. For Jin, Medi, and Omni, you watch as a half-naked, half-orcish gnome just free-falls. And you're watching the rope uncoil itself to the full 50-foot length before it goes taut. Free-ballin' and free-fallin'. <laughs> so disturbing. So disturbing. Um, how's it going down there? No response. Can you hear us? No response, and Gatharn, you can't hear anybody. Hmm. Uh, what do I see? Thoughts? Give me perception. Uh,. That is a 19. Okay. As you are... It's weird. The rope is slack and kind of coiling around you. You're free. You're, you're, you're almost like in a zero-gravity environment. The energy is pulsing up from below, and you can see like a sphere 
of like a globule of energy that's kind of like pulsing. You're kind of zero gravity floating. You're watching as the rope is coiling and twisting around. You can see forms out on the very edge and peripheral of, of your vision, but you're not really sure what those forms are. Looking down, looking up, you can see a very small light above you. It's very gray and faded. Maybe it's where you came from. You're not entirely sure. You don't hear any of your friends. You don't hear any other voices, with the one exception. <laughs> well, it seems we have a visitor. Uh, hi, Joe. I, that's what they call me from time to time. Well, I guess technically that's what they used to call me. <laughs> So where are we at, yo? I don't know. <laughs> where are we at? <laughs> For those of you up top, the rope is tight. It is taut. You do looking down into the hold, you no longer see Gatharn. You can still see the pulsing energy like orb near the bottom, but other than that. <laughs> um oh. Do we follow him, and follow him down, or do we only have to start pulling him up? I think we should probably try and pull him up, maybe. Maybe we pull on the rope a little bit. It's it's taut. It's um. Give me a strength check. This should go great. Speaking of, I'm going to grab my dice. I was like, oh yeah, haha. <laughs> dice rolls. <laughs> this is this is great. Uh, strength check. Yep. How's about a five? Uh, it's like a steel cable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's he's it's really dense weight. You know, like he's not dense, but um, <clears throat> do can would you like to help, please? Both of you. You can do it, uh, Captain. I believe in you. <laughs> Roll mass and grab the rope. Uh, go ahead. Give me another. Uh, uh, since you're being helped, you guys can now use uh, athletics with advantage since um, Maddie is uh, Maddie is helping. Um, athletics with advantage. That's better. Eighteen. Eighteen. It's it's rough. You're. You're pulling, and like, it's it's almost like you the two of you are lifting a thousand pounds. You're barely able to get it to budge and move. It's almost like something is keeping it in place. Gathar is like trapped down there, or the energy wave is maintaining a kind of hold on him. And there's a bit, and then the two of you it kind of slips out of your hands and goes back to being taut against the hold. Um. Whoop, I've never seen this before. A dilapidated ship with a man that just jumped into the depths of the abyss? Uh, well. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Joe, what'd they do with your body? Well, 
It seems that me and you are having a conversation about something. <laughs> and you watch as a skull comes floating up from the orb below you. <laughs> and it turns and it turns to face you. Empty eye sockets of energy, its mouth kind of hanging open. The skull itself is a strange design. Give me a nature check really quick. That would be 18. 18. It's definitely not what you would consider a human skull. Um, the humanoid skull of some point, of some kind. You also notice that the lower jaw is not bone. The entirety of the lower jaw is some kind of steel, copper-like plate material. The lower teeth are metallic with um, like embedded uh, gems and rubies and just other kind of like uh, horrifically kind of like uh, obvious replacement for his lower teeth. Um, the skull just kind of hovers there. So, come to free me, have you? <laughs> Probably. Well, won't be easy. I've been down here a long time. How long's a long time? I, I give him the current year. Well, I think it's been longer than even I understood it to be. <laughs> At least you have your sense of humor. Well, yeah, you have to when you're trapped in the oblivion of hell. Yeah. <laughs> so you come alone. Currently? Yes. For those of you up above, you watch as ice begins to form on the rope. And it crackles and kind of swirls. And you're watching as ice is now leaking out and over the hold towards your feet. Well, there's obviously only two ways to go about this, Captain. Cut the rope and leave Gatharn there. <laughs> or you dive in after him. Yeah. We were afraid of that. I know that, yeah. And Jin dives into the portal. <laughs> With that, Gatharn, <laughs> Jin appears right next to you in, like, hyperspeed. <laughs> Jin, as you're floating there, there's Gatharn. Unfortunately, in the zero-gravity kind of space, his kilt is now kind of flourishing around him. Um, the rope is I kind of... No shame. <laughs> the rope is kind of coiling and there's this floating skull that just seems to be in a conversation with him and then quickly looks at you and goes more friends it seems <laughs> well him, him and Jim. I are more like acquaintances I don't know if he's very comfortable <laughs> with us being are well, you putting a label too soon on this relationship? Well, let's be honest. Bolster. Let's be honest, new person. <laughs> you look almost as dead as me. <laughs> I thought that was his body odor. Oh, I, I See, don't. This is why we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Medi, uh, I was actually going to say we should probably cut the rope and go. So, do you want to? What do you? What do you? What are you thinking? Don't worry, Katharn. They will come and rescue us any moment now. I saw no hesitancy. The captain said, "Yeah," and he just 
puffed out his chest with you know that semblance of pride that he that, that they have. Uh, it was amazing. Jen, give me a deception check, please, because you are lying out your undead asshole. <laughs> I don't poop. Is that on me? Uh, uh yeah sounds like he's telling the truth good because i mean i'm pretty sure the magic contraption we're looking for is somewhere in here it, in this vast emptiness of of space this this void here well uh Some, i'm gonna somewhere. use my last uh uh not detect magic uh my last magic awareness so anything within 60 feet of me now, I can detect is if it's magical. Um, give me a con save, please. Do, 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 do. <laughs> like Shannon's eyes. Shannon's like, I know what it means when he says con save. <laughs> yeah, that's a 19. 19. As your magic pulses out, it crashes back into you for six points of psychic damage. Oh, chief. Don't do the magics. Less of a reason to go down there. <laughs> I made Any the, time now. I made the Any mistake. Moment. I made the mistake of mentioning to Chesra it might be another puzzle night, and he immediately went introverted on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're asking me what I thought we should mm. be doing. Mm -hmm. What do you think we should do? Well, we can't just leave them. Mm. But this is definitely um, probably going to be the place that kills us. <laughs> I'm coiling up the rest of the rope. Definitely, probably, most likely. Um, possibly. I, I'm not sure on the spectrum where it falls. Mm. At some point, Gatharn, you find the end of the rope. Found it. Yep, see, they found it too. Wait, like the end of the rope that was supposed to be tied up to the top? Mm-hmm. Rope's still there but from your perspective, for, Omni. For us, it's still there. Okay. Yeah, still there, frozen. The ice is gradually leaking out of the hold. I'm just waiting for you to make a decision. I crossed through the event horizon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Gatharn doing anything as he reaches the end of his rope? <laughs> <laughs> like, is, he, is he slicing through the other side? No, he's just coiling up the rope because it's kind of just free floating around him. So he's kind of coiling right. it up. I did, and... I did already mention freaking don't do the magics because it hurts. You watch as clearly Gatharn did something, Jin. There's a small trickle of blood coming from his nose, and he's clearly in some kind of in internal pain. It is a little dry in here, Gatharn. It's okay. You get get a handkerchief. You clean yourself <laughs> up, pal. We're not friends. Um looking around uh above where this void in rope are now dropping in um is there anything that we might notice that uh give me a perception check and Medi, you can give me one too because the ice is already coming out of the hold so things are changing around you so joe where do you chill at usually <laughs> but um <laughs> 19 19 Six. Six. Mehdi, you're just enamored with the fact that these two people have jumped in. You're kind of just focused on the hold. Omni, yeah, you're... I'm just sitting down with my feet, like, free-floating. <laughs> Omni, you're, you're kind of looking to your right and your left. 
And you're beginning to notice that the air in the entire submerged kind of, or in, in this cavern, this, this massive cavern that you're in, is beginning to frost and form. You also kind of could see that the bay water is beginning to freeze over as you watch one skeleton kind of pull itself out of the water on to the surface of the frozen bay and begins to walk. It's kind of limping. Its armament's kind of dragging behind it. Then you watch as another one, then another one, then another one. Arms and hands, bony protrusions coming up through the bay water. Well, here we go. And I will grab the rope and do like the, the fireman slide down it as if it were a fireman pole. But as I'm going down, turn and face Medi and say, I, I know we have some things to try and figure out with if we get out of this, what's what's kind of kind of happen next? But um, yeah, in case we're not, it's been it's been good sailing with you, and then just go down. <laughs> like I said, Gathorn, any moment now, the captain he's gonna come, he's gonna rescue us. He's, he's gonna come, he's gonna rescue us. And just like that, gonna, as you come. grab onto the rope on me, the ice crystallizes around your fingers. For Jin and Gathorn. <laughs> Omni just just zap right in front of you. Um, the three of you are now floating with this skull looking between the three of you. Arr, looks like we have another friend. <laughs> that I agree with. I didn't actually she expect this one. They seem smarter than me. <laughs> I yes. I was expecting him to actually hear me. <laughs> are there any more uh-huh. coming? Because the more, the merrier. <laughs> Oh, this is troublesome. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, I, context clues. I think this is Betty. <laughs> uh, Captain. Uh, oh, you're a captain, too. <laughs> Why? Oh, this is Joe. Joe Mama. Copper hi, Joe, hi. Copper Joe, Hi, Joe. Copper Joe, get it? Ba-dum-tsh. <laughs> you keep Copper doing Joe that, but I don't know what that means. Is that a new language? Yes. It's Orkish Goblin. Gnome-ish? Gnomish? Orkish? Uh, Orkish? It's Norkish. I just thought you were a green halfling. <laughs> At least he didn't call you a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. He does look more like a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> I like you, Jen. I mean, you're mostly dead. You sure you don't want to just join me? I'm not most... I'm, dead people... Can, can dead people do this? And then Jen attempts to do a little jig in place. <laughs> I mean, it's awkward because you're like sense. in zero, you know, <laughs> zero gravity. And you... Uh, well, actually, give me acrobatics. Let's see if you can kind of maintain... Your kind of like vertical nature versus the horizontal drop and pull that's going on. 19. Floating upside down. 19. Yeah. First, you kind of tip one way, tip another way, but you manage to control and you're doing like a pirate jig. And then Copper Joe, yeah, I can't do that anymore, but that's a good point. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
Um, and I, I use precipitation that... to shoot off like little firework <laughs> off of my fingertips. <laughs> where was the direction that Copper Joe popped up from? Uh, directly from below where that glowing kind of arcane-like orb is. I'm going to swim towards it. Okay, you kind of pivot yourself. Give me acrobatics. We'll see how well you can manage the space. I think that's a 16. 16. 16. It's awkward. It's almost like you're swimming through... You're clearly swimming through nothing, but there's almost like a strange resistance. You, You move forward a little to be pushed back a little. Forward a little to be pushed back a little. But for Jin and Omni, it looks like Gatharn's making progress towards the glowing point behind him, or down below him. Um, Mehdi, you hear some crackling noises and some chittering noises as you see the first set of arms begin to pull themselves up and over the side rail of the ship. Uh, first a couple, then a couple more. Feet getting hauled over, bony protruded legs just clacking onto the surface of the deck. The ice is now completely spread from the hold to the very edge of the ship and down. The air around you is coalescing in a very kind of like cold sensation. You could clearly see your breath kind of puffing. Looking down, you don't see the three of them. The rope is still taut. There's chunks of ice now missing from the rope where Omni had grabbed onto and they slid down. Um, so Maddie just stands there for a second, short-circuiting after what Omni said. (laughs) Because people don't say complimentary things about my presence. That's not a thing that exists. And then I'm going to, um, look around. Because either the thing that we're looking for is definitely in there and they'll go get it and get back. Or the thing that we're looking for is not actually in there. They're all dead, and we're not going to get the thing that we're looking for. So I'm going to look around for it, not in the hole, just in case. Yeah, fair enough. It'll take you a little bit more time, uh, but because you're being more specific, give me an investigation check. Uh, 17. 17. The surface of the ship is... There's no obvious sign of anything else here other than what makes up the ship. But there, there is something about the center mast that draws your attention. You look at it briefly, and you realize it seems to be the only thing that is not affected by the frozen kind of emolation that's kind of like coming out of the hold. The mast itself seems to be made up of almost like a steel and copper and wrapped with cordage and other strange things that you don't recognize. At the very top, you can see a flagpole with no flag on it. But it's strange. It it seems altered, affected. It seems like it's something different. Hey, Chav, sorry, no dice tonight. We are going to be doing dice giveaways for the end of June. But don't forget, hop over into our Discord. We posted new dice for the giveaway this week. And we lost Jin, I believe. He was was being latent. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maddie, you're now Jed. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, other than the strange kind of the the strange manufacture of the main mass, it seems very different from the rest of the ship. Other than that, nothing else kind of piques your interest. Okay, I reach out and just put a hand on it to see if it like feels warm or anything. Um, it feels like an ambient temperature, not warm, not hot, or not even cold. Just, just kind of like it, it feels like a normal temperate surface, and you can even see the air kind of coalescing around it. Okay, would there be a way to like follow this down to the bottom? From the hold, maybe. Um, and there only seems to be that one hold entrance. Uh, to go down below, normally you would find the continuation of the mast until it hits a certain point within the center of the ship. Um, but unfortunately, the only way down would be the main hold that you can see. Okay. So the main hold that I can see, and that uh, just appears to be a hole into darkness that they've jumped down. Yeah, I mean, it looks like normally there would be stairs going downward, but you can see where the very first stair is kind of like jagged and broken off. You can see where there's hinges, where the whole doors used to be. And now it's just a frozen, rigid surface with ice flowing outwards. And you're watching as these skeletal forms are now gradually crawling and creeping towards both the opening and where you are. There's at least a couple dozen of these skeletons at this point. Uh, I'll start taking pop shots with Eldritch Blast as they, like, creep up just to try to keep them away. <laughs> Fair enough. Give me a couple tack rolls. Uh, one of them is a natural 18. The other two are so laughably low it probably doesn't matter, but I will check. Oh, I'm just coming back. Is he? He's back. back. All right. Uh, one of them is an 11, one of them is a 14, and the other one is a 26. Gotcha. There he is. Oh. He is back. Um, yeah, you easily... Pat, pat. The first one you hit just, like, explodes and comes apart. The bones rattle on the ice. The second one you hit... It explodes and comes apart and rattles on the ice. You watch as four or five more begin to pull themselves over. And then you're looking out beyond the edge of the railing. You can see just dozens and dozens of them like breaking through the surface of the ice, coming up and over. Yeah, I'll just keep doing some crowd control to, at <laughs> this point, both keep myself alive and watch their back while I look at this mast. Okay. Fair enough. For the rest of you, you watch as Gatharn kind of disappears from your view as he is now nearing the globule of energy down below. So, Copper Joe, what keeps you here? Arr. Well, it seems I made bad choices in my former life. I believe that. But what's actually holding you here? 
Not really sure. I'd prefer to move on, to be honest with you, but, well, it would seem that I was entombed here, uh, warded with guardians, and uh, other than that, I don't know much else. I don't get much further out beyond this uh, this point. Um, I mean, I do like it when the living come. It's fun to watch them try, but usually they just die. Watch them try what? Oh, get through the riddles you got through, and the traps, and the doors, and, well, oh. there's always the final puzzle there is. Uh, is, is that here? Is that now, are you the final puzzle? Sort of. Okay. You guys watch as the skull looks down to where Gatharn has disappeared. Gatharn, you get pulled into this energy source. You're still in this zero-gravity environment, but things are kind of lit up around you. You can see four skulls of different variety now floating around you. What do the skulls look like? Uh, Give me a perception check. 22. 22. One looks human. Another one distinctly goblin. Another one distinctly orc, which you're familiar with. And then another one you're not quite familiar with. Its its form, its shape is very strange looking. Is there any writing or anything like that around? Just zero gravity, empty space. This spot just a bit more glowy from the arcane-like globule that's floating right at your feet. And you say Copper Joe didn't have an entirely human-like head, right? It was Correct. Humanoid? It's humanoid, for sure. Does it look like any of these four skulls match up with whatever species he might have been? No, your passive is high enough to pick up on that. So he's even different from these four. I'm going to float to the one that I have no idea what the fuck it is. Okay. You've kind of managing, you float kind of over to it. Um, Jin's disappeared on me. Omni, what are you doing? Uh, I was going to continue talking to Copper Joe, seeing if he's like the links of the artifact or that we're trying to get. Okay. Um, so yeah, just trying to get more info from him. Um, <clears throat> my friends and I, we are here to find something, something very powerful. Honestly, we're not even sure what Arr. exactly it is, but we sense the most amount of magic coming from here, from you. Are you guarding something? I don't believe I'm guarding something. I think when I was entombed here, it was entombed with me. Um, Once again, I'm not even really sure why I'm between worlds. I don't really actually want to be here. What do you want? I want to move on. Oh, Captain, if I may just shimmy my way into this conversation. (laughs) Oh, nice of you to join us, Jen. Mm-hmm. 
I, I went over to the dark space over there. Don't go over there. There's yellow snow. <laughs> no Good talk. advice. If, if, if I'm you watch captain. little droplets begin to float. <laughs> it actually That's... propelled him backwards like a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like we may be able to set you free if you were to provide to us some some crucial information like where is your flag captain Arr, don't know where my flag is but I solve the pu- uh give me a attack uh, roll with my strength an armed attack yeah is it a, a giant floating skull or is it like a normal size like it's big for its size right because it's humanoid you backhand it uh give me a con save please and then it'll take the unarmed damage that you do to it uh probably not gonna save 13 13 you take 12 points of cold damage when you smack it you watch as his fingers crystallize and freeze and curl almost like in a rheumatoid kind of way Uh, Maddie, give me two attack rolls, please. Wait, what? Uh, you watch as the skull spins and... <laughs> yeah, hit me that way about four more times and you can join me. Uh, two dirty 20s. Nice. You watch as a pair <laughs> kind of blast off. You watch as a third... <laughs> and you watch as an additional five or six begin to crawl over the railing. And they're now mobbing and forming around the hold and coming around you. There's at least three dozen that have formed up at this point. So, Gatharn, as you're staring at these skulls and then you drift over to the one that looks strange, definitely has angular features that definitely are not human at all. It's high bony cheekbones, a very long pointy jaw, um, kind of like a pinpointed, and then flat top of its head. This one seems very out of place. Not anything that you're particularly familiar with. i but poke it. You reach out. Give me a con save. Uh, that would be another 19. 19. Uh, your hand pulls back. Uh, six points of cold damage, half to three. As you realize to touch it, frigid to touch. Frigid and Omni conversing with Copper Joe. So it's clues you want to the puzzle, do you? There's a puzzle? Well, there's always Um, a puzzle when there's a curse. Yes, we we were actually just talking about it before you uh, came and smacked him. How's your hand? Oh, I, I thought we were going to play... Oh, it's fine. I thought we were going to play... <laughs> Jin hides it behind his back. I thought we were going to play good cop, bad cop. No. Good pirate, bad pirate. Oh, I mean, good privateer, bad privateer. No? No, no, no we're just asking him some questions. I thought we were going to do cat in the bag. What? Broken soldier? No. What? Why are, you, why are you making up names for, like, plans that... Anyways... Captain, you, cop, he came up with all these names. Well, we now I see why he's. Now I see why he's dead. He's clearly been cursed as well. Who's dead? Why does he keep calling me dead? 
Well, I the mean, loudest ice cream truck I've ever heard. <laughs> like, this guy's got like a serious sound system out there. Man. Like, <laughs> like driving an ice cream truck. Damn. <laughs> We're about to get DMCA. I don't know if he got the licensing for this or not. All I know is when they died, when I died, my officers were buried with me, and there were three of them. I'm going to make a lasso with the rope. Okay. Give me a slide of hand. See how well you can form it. Maddie, give me two more attack rolls. 13? Yeah, 13. Yeah, I mean, you make a basic lasso. Looks like it might hold. Uh, 22 and 24. Okay. Lasso the skull. Uh, Give me strength, or give me athletics or acrobatics for the grapple attempt. Uh, plus seven, 23. Oh, wait, wait, no. 15 plus seven, 22. Okay. Seemed to lasso it pretty well. The rope goes really taut when you lasso on to the skull. Almost as if it's incapable of moving. Omni and Jin, the skull kind of goes, It seems that your friend has already started the party without you. No, oh, I'm I'm having a pretty decent conversation, Cap. Yeah, decent, decent conversation. Yes, I mean, but yeah. but if he tries to solve the up. puzzle now, uh-huh. uh, I'm uh-huh. afraid I've got to go. Wait, but why? Uh, well, uh, you were going to give us clues. I was giving you clues. Yeah. No, no, we were just having a pleasant conversation. You know, like how friends do. You know, the three of us. Are we along. friends? Three guys. Of course we're friends. Why wouldn't we be friends? Jen, we're give, me persu- we give me a persuasion check. <laughs> I'm going to use my last knowledge from the past life to add a d6 to my skill check. For your past persuasion? Life. Yeah, persuasion. Uh, Maddie, what'd you get for your two attacks? I was uh, 24 and 26. Yeah, you blast another four of them off the ship. You're keeping the main group away at this point, but the the mob is amassing, getting larger, filling up the empty spaces of the ship and crowding in towards you. Good thing I have an idea that's very dumb and stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there's nothing like... Apparently I've got the bar set for dumb and stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What'd you get, Jim? You mentioned... 29. Okay. You mentioned that you had three officers that died and were buried with you? Yeah. There was Nocklin, a good gobbo for sure. Nocklin? Yes, he was my bosun. Oplin bosun? Yeah. Who else? There was my, my master of arms. He was a good sort, too. What's his name? Uh, from the Menagerie Coast. His name was Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> I was going to use Dirks. Dirks. <laughs> Dirks. <laughs> the last one's Bonnie McMurray. And, and what was uh, what, what was rolled. Stuart by chance? The Master of Arms. Listen to our good friend. Uh, I meant as far as his... Oh, Stuart was, was his 
Stuart was my master of arms. Yes. He probably had like several arms, you know, because he was the master of them. He was the master of them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and and your like third? Pairs. Uh, my third was my first mate. Oh, good, strong, good, strong orc went by the name of Blackjaw. Was his jaw black? No, he just preferred the name. I don't know why. He was a weird fucker. Well, that's not very nice. Are, are, are they here with you? Oh, I think here? they might be. I, I think your friend's about to find this out. Unfortunately, I think he's starting with the wrong skull. Uh, which, which this is the best part, though. To start with. <laughs> Githarn, give me athletics check, please. Uh-oh. 18. 18. Skull doesn't budge. And as you pull on the skull, a shadowy form begins to come into existence. And the skull kind of reels back into it as this vaporous-like shadow is now floating in front of you. Its eyes beaming like a purple undead glow. Uh, give me a wisdom save, please. Oh, thank God. Uh... 18. 18. Um, the DC was a 19. You... Oh, well, then. <laughs> I rolled a 17. I'm like, uh, yeah. should be good. Now I need you to roll a D4. Uh, D4, these nuts. Three. Three. You are now three years older. Okay. You watch as your skin kind of changes and alters. You watch as your form, you feel your muscles and bones kind of like you feel strangely good, but it's it's weird. It's a weird sensation. You've, your hair is now longer, the little hair that you have. You're, you just feel older. Oh, he looks so distinguished now. He got a little salt and pepper in his beard. We're not with him. No? We're, we're not with him? No, you're no, way he's above. Down. He's down below at the arcade point. It's when you got, you lost oh, your camera. <laughs> this is Vincent talking to Chase, right? Is that what you're yeah, that's right. Hey, yeah. Yeah, you look hey, so man. Hey, man, it's not like Chase yeah. could do anything about it. Let's get meta. Let's get meta. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you have hair now and a beard. Yeah. I'm okay with the beard. Yeah. Little wisps of gray. All right. I'm 25 now. You were only 22? Man, that was rough. Yeah, I mean, half orc, half half orc goblins don't live very long. He's not a goblin. <laughs> yeah, but the gnome part does. <laughs> Medi, give me more uh, two more attacks, please. Oh, um, ready for my dumb idea? Go for it. So either attack or go with the idea. Your choice. Oh well, it's both. Okay. Um, I would like to run up to the nearest one and cast green flame blade and try to smack him to start spreading fire. Amongst them. Is Green Flame Blade radiant? No, it is fire. It's fire. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me an attack roll. I believe I need a save, correct? Mm -mm. No. No? He's automatic. Doesn't matter anyway, it's a natural one. Uh, yeah. The Green Blade actually passes harmlessly through it. It seemed that you're... Force damage shots were definitely impacting with it. 
But I'd also say you inadvertently come in contact with the skeleton at the same time. So go ahead and give me a con save. Up to now, you've been at range. <laughs> I love that face. Eight. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a nope. Yeah, that's a nope face. Um, take eight points of cold damage as the back of your hand and part of your arm are now frozen with ice. Jen and Omni, you're still sitting there floating by the skull. The skull is now looking nervously down at the energy. Um, so, almost, Joe, you were you were saying about the uh, the proper order in which you should uh, something with the skulls. Arr, if you know how a crew is formed, then well, obviously it's captain, then the ship. What's after the ship? Well, I'm going to go make room for your bodies. Good luck. And you watch as the skull <laughs> twirls down. I try to... No, I don't want to touch him. I was going <laughs> to When you say how it's formed, okay. <laughs> you watch as the skull twirls. Gatharn, <laughs> you see Copper Joe now in amongst the different skulls floating. He's looking at you going, Arr. <laughs> Joe? Yeah, a good choice. And good choice. We should probably go down. Uh, Gatharn, give me another con save, please. Well, I'm not selfish. I always go down. Oh, are we going right now? <laughs> <laughs> you think I am, Batman? <laughs> I was waiting for Shannon to react to that one. <laughs> uh, 23. 23. This time you saved. You feel that pulsing energy. It's now permanently connected to you. The skull is attempting to... Skull. Uh, give me an attack roll. With my axe. Give me an attack roll. With his ass. I'm attacking with my ass. Uh, 18 plus 7, 26. Or no, 25. You smack the skull. You watch as your axe <laughs> shatters after striking it. Ooh, party foul. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> and and the shards... The shards are now flowing, like, around you <clears throat> of the axe. I'm going to head down towards uh, where they are. Okay. Eventually, Omni and Jin kind of join into this kind of now lighted, more lit area of these four skulls. The same ones that I described for Gatharna there. The one that's a Gabo skull, a human skull, and an orc skull. And then he has now somehow lassoed a rope onto a skull that looks... Con well, maybe it does or doesn't. Uh, Jin and Omni, give me nature checks. Oh, that was a journey. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Aw. Hey, thanks, Chav. I really appreciate that subscription. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're always happy gotta, to check, take that Bezos money. Yeah. 21? 21. What'd you get, Omni? 18. 18? For you, Omni, it doesn't look familiar, but for you, um, Jin, staring at it, you've lived interesting lives and you've lived interesting places. There was a carnival that you once visited in one of those previous lives and you remember seeing 
a demonic skull. This looks a lot like a demon skull. Ooh. I just I nudge over to Ani and think I think that's a demon skull. Uh the big one? The weird looking? The one that the DM just described to me. <laughs> um I'll I'll look over to Githarn and look at all of the shattered pieces of metal that are floating around him. Be like, really? And, and as an you're act. looking at him, you're watching as this vaporous thing is beginning to materialize. The skull and the eye sockets and their lights are burrowing very deeply into Gatharn, almost to the point where you can barely pull away from it. Gatharn, give me another con save, please. That, that doesn't look rage. like it's going to bode well for us. Uh, that is a 26. 26. Once again, resisting the skull that is adding years to your life and attempting to consume you at the same time. And that's an 11 for my rage. Oh, yes. Let me pull that up really quick. Oh, wait. That's the bad numbers. No, the bad one, numbers. one and 12 for one the... 12. Oh, one and 12. One yeah. And 12. I thought yeah. you said 11 and 12. And then one and like, when I saw the 11, I'm like, no! Oh, wait. It's not a 12. You guys, you guys watch as Gatharn is immediately wrapped in like a strange kind of red fiery energy. And it's strange here because in zero gravity, it coils around him and shifts and turns and the globules float. And then they just explode outward. I need Jin and Omni to make deck saves, please. In my defense, I still have no idea what all these do. <laughs> oh, nat one. 18. Okay. G- uh, Gatharn, roll uh, 5d6, please. You motherfucker. You rage Lord, again. I'll grab my good dice. <laughs> oh, well. Time to try out a new character, guys. Who are you thinking? <laughs> Clerk? <laughs> Don't worry, it's I got like a one, a two, a three, so that's six, ten, fourteen damage. Everybody takes fourteen fire damage. Uh Gatharn, you take half that because you're in a rage mode, and that initiated your wild magic. As you are now familiar with fire bloom. Ooh. And it's got a sexy. Whenever you go into a rage and you roll 11 on the wild magic, it initiates fire bloom, which is 5d6, 60 feet fire eruption out around you in an uncontrolled state. I would, re- I really should start writing these down. Don't worry, I have them down if you need them. <laughs> so it is kind of well, bad. Yeah, right now it's a, th- I know, three, eight, anything that's around him. Nine and 11. Yeah. Uh, Medi, give me athletics or acrobatics as the skeletons are now attempting to grapple and pull you into the water. 
The flames, as they go out, though, they charge some of the skulls, but the skull that's in, in, enraptured with Gatharn, it just kind of harmlessly... And Gatharn, your rage imme- immediately fades after the fact. Balls. Will you get Medi? 13. 13. You're currently grappled. Give me another con save. Sure, what's one <laughs> You take six points, have the three points of cold damage, as the grappled creatures are now attempting to drag you towards the edge of the ship. Gatharn is locked with this skull. The other skull sitting there floating. Copper Joe, just if he could be seen eating popcorn, he would be right now. Arr, the suspense is killing. Well, that's kind of a wasted term. So <laughs> how many skulls are there total <laughs> with Joe? Five? There are the uh, three skulls, the fourth skull that's total. engaged with Gatharn, and now Copper Joe's. He's kind of floating in amongst them as well. I reach out for the orcish skull. Okay. As you reach out for it, the cold the cold numbness goes away. The minute you touch it, you watch as it shadows into an orcish pirate with a very long black beard, uh, an eye that's been removed and replaced with like a wooden eye. You can see long stringy dreadlocks coming off the top of its head, a side um, kind of cap uh, of a hat kind of tilted strangely, wearing very typical uh, sailor-like attire, a uh, brace of pistols and cutlasses on the belt. It floats there for a moment and then smiles at you. <laughs> Thank you. And oh, that's why they call you Black Dra- uh, Not even a conversation. And he disappears. Uh, to be free. <clears throat> so, oh. Captain, up to you. Do you feel like a master of arms or a bosun's more important? Um, Gatharn, give me another con save, please. I, oh. I think we have a ticking time before. Uh... <laughs> I feel like the master of arms is somebody who would find a bosun. 30-20. I feel like a bosun would be the one to find a master of arms. Out of character, I am not sure what the bosun... I thought the bosun was the one who was like the carpenter that was repairing stuff. Uh, is give that me, not correct? Give me a history check. No, I I, this is Cesare, not Omni. Omni is very familiar. He's been on ships all the time. He freaking knows this information. I think He's a first for the most part. Boat Swain. What? So Boat. I don't know what the hell the Swain is. Boat Swain. They're in and charge of basically doing maintenance to the boat and stuff like that. Maintenance. Gotcha. Okay. I would I would say Omni, uh, yeah, I would say Omni would recognize. I roll a um, <laughs> intelligence or insight. Can, can I roll a yeah an insight check to see if I can figure the riddle out or for the proper order of? I I would say what would go first <clears throat> hiring a crew. Yeah, I I would say that you have put crew manifests together before, a Boswain would definitely be higher up than the Master of Arms. Really, all the Master of Arms does is really manage the armory. Um, hands out the powder, the guns, 
hands out any ammunition and is responsible for the safety of the armory. But the bosun is responsible for maintaining the ship and uh, making sure that the, that all those in charge are maintaining the ship. But sergeant of arms and gunner's mates have a special relationship that's separate from the master of arms. So yeah, the bosun probably feels right to you. Okay. I will go over and approach and touch the bosun. Skull, which would be the <clears throat> goblin. Knockland. Okay, you drift over. You reach out. You watch as its form begins to take shape. Bony, like, necklaces draping from its neck. Um, piercings. Uh, one eye is whited out. Um, a brace of pistols. A long rifle on its back. It just floats there for a minute. <laughs> hey! Hey, teammate! And he <laughs> floats off away, leaving just the two skulls. I'm going to piss on the demon shadow. <laughs> uh, you watch as your droplets of urine float back at you. Give me another con save, please. Medi, give me another athletics or acrobatics, your choice, as you're being dragged over the edge of the ship. Uh, 25. Okay. Way better. Uh, 19. 19. You manage to break the grapple... And you begin to crawl away. Give me another con save, because now you're crawling through the skeletons to get away from them. Nine. Nine. You take 12 points of cold damage as the exposed portions of your body are being slammed by these kind of cold, necrotic-like undead creatures. But you're crawling. You're making your way back towards where the mast is. There's now two skulls. The one that has enraptured into Gatharn, that's based on Jin's description, uh, a um, demonic skull, and then the human skull that's left over. I go and I touch the human skull. You drift over from where you were before, and as you touch this human skull, it comes into existence. You watch as a very, like, debonair, dapper individual comes into existence, wearing very kind of noble attire, flourishing. Um, he goes, oh, well, well, not all of us are, you know, stereotypical pirates. And he kind of floats up and away from you. Oh, and thank you. Thank you. In salutes as he's kind of hanging upside With down. With that, you watch as the skull that Gotharna's lasso just peels backward, screams out. <laughs> I need the three of you to take con saves, please, as it explodes around you. No. Oh, that's not so. 23. 23. Take half damage. Omni. Uh, <laughs> that one's gone forever. <laughs> um, did you say con save? Correct. Plus six. 17. 17. You'll take full damage. I also have I also have a plus six in con, and I also rolled seventeen. Yeah, you'll take full damage. Jin and Omni take eighteen points of psychic damage. Gatharn take nine points of psychic damage. Gatharn, you're no longer enraptured as the skull shreds outward. Um, the shadow dissipating. The glow eventually just begins to coalesce around the form of the skull of Copper Joe. His you watch as a neck and shoulders and a chest. His body and his legs come into existence as this massive 
Goliath is now floating there amongst you. Um, hey, you found your body. <laughs> you watch as it's jaw. Ah, it's been a long time since I've felt myself. <laughs> uh, festooned. Ooh. His midriff from stomach up to the shoulder are just a series of tattoos. But in the very center, a massive Kraken-like tattoo kind of pulsing up and around over his shoulders. Um, wearing very simple leather breech pants, tall boots, two pistols at his uh, waist, and his seven-foot form floating there for a moment. Arr, I wish I could stay, but a hundred years it's been. <laughs> Thank ye. Thank ye. And he begins to float up. Joe, your flag. Your flag. And poof, as he floats out, for you, Medi, all the skeletons <laughs> collapse. Just turn into disembodied, disjointed bones and piles everywhere. And as you reach the mast, looking up, you watch as a flag <laughs> unfurls. And it's just kind of waving there up in the mast. For the three of you, you feel yourself... <laughs> And you get launched out of the hold and tossed amongst all the bones on the surface of the ship, the deck of the ship. You can see Maddie staring up, and the three of you look up to see a flag has unfurled and is kind of waving there. It's got a skull on it with two cutlasses crossed and a cannon upright in it. Found it. Are we supposed to be looking for something like that? It was on the riddle. What, did you the the tombstone thing, and then you went to sleep? The idol. Here lies Copper Joe. Actually, read that thing. Okay. <laughs> this is why goblins can't read. <laughs> I got close. I got tired. I went to sleep. I don't, I don't put you to sleep. <laughs> Matty, are you doing your little climby thing? You guys watch as yeah. You guys watch as Medi is just perfectly standing straight out while walking up this mast. Oh, great! She hung outside the entire time. We had to solve this incredibly difficult puzzle. <laughs> Slaved away the poor captain, and I start dabbing Omni's face with a handkerchief. It broke no, a sweat. Three years of hair growth, Medi beard growth. Um, keep keep doing. Thank you. You're doing. Medi, as you get um, to the base Kassarn, what of where the, the heck? Why, why, why do you have all this hair? As you get to the base of the pole. When did that happen? You can see that a cable. You, to be honest. you can see a cable Here's that's intertwined into the into the flag. You, you can see the flag hair is flirt. It's kind of just there, waving. Poke it. Like, yeah, it seems like seems like a a, a silken kind of. Consistency to it seems finely made. Um, okay, then I start taking it down. Okay, give me sleight of hand, just make sure you do it without falling. Were those skeletons armed? <laughs> um, no, not particularly. It seemed to be that it's just mostly their bodies, and their main form of attacking Medi was their their. Clawed like skeletal fingers. Were they all human? Give me a nature check. What'd you get there, Maddie? 21. 21? 
you easily disconnect the rope and the cable that is holding it, and it furls down into the pole, and it slides off. You fold it up and tuck it into one of your bags, and... Put it, I put it around like a cape, kind of freezing for a second as I walk back down. Okay, and walking straight back down comes Maddie with a pirate flag for a cape. Gatharn, what'd you get? Seven. Seven? Hard to tell for sure. I mean, the jumble of bones, it, it, it's just a mess. Difficult to know All for right. sure. I'm looking for a giant leg bone. Give me an investigation check. Lemons and lines. Yeah, 16. I'd already rolled it. Oh, now it rolls a 19. 16 anyway. It's rain and dice. It's rain and dice. It's rain and dice. <laughs> so with, 16 16 yeah i'll say at some point you find a rather large leg bone maybe from a goliath or a very large half orc of some sort perhaps or even maybe an ogren um you pick it up it's got a good heft to it it's a little on the brittle side near the fringes near the main joints but it looks like it might act as a club all right, I'm going to secure the brittle points with rope. Okay. Spend a few minutes. Crap. Yeah. Give me a performance to see how well you do with that. You guys watch as Medi steps off the mast with the pirate flag cape flung over his shoulders. Oh, great. Now she's wearing it like a trophy. Oh, good job. You solved the riddle, Medi. <laughs> Found the 16. Cape. 16. With all the okay. hard work. Yeah. There's uh, your trophy. I rolled a 17, and I've got a minus one to my charisma checks. <laughs> Uh, looks good on you, buddy. Um, oh, yeah, and you got a captain for a uh, compliment from the captain. Jin solved the puzzle. Did he get a compliment? No. <laughs> just get away from my face. Jin, get away Jin, from my you, face. Did man. something happen to where you no longer have an inner dialogue? Or <laughs> uh, it's, uh, we're standing right here. Oh, have I been saying this all aloud? Yeah. Oh, mm. give, give me one second. Uh-huh. It's definitely starting to get warmer. Oh, that's good. The ice is um, beginning to melt. Uh, is there a another place that we can go and investigate on this ship, such as mm. captain's quarters, other places deeper in the belly of the ship that it would go down to underneath storage? Looking at the hold, it now seems to be a normal hold. The vast emptiness is gone. You can see the broken stairwell leading down into the first deck of the ship. Who's got Mending? We can have our own ship. Anybody pick up Mending? Well, uh, hmm. so, that's a like? whole lot of Mending. That's a lot of Mending, yeah. <laughs> I'll mend all day and all night, baby. Do, do, we want to, uh, do we want to, since it's getting a little bit warmer, do we want to... Uh, well, is that rope still stuck? Here? Is that rope... Uh, still tied to the uh, fixture that I secured it to? Um, yep, it's still there. It's just a lot shorter than it was. It's only about six feet long now. That means I got 44 feet of rope. I'm going to go check out the captain's quarters if anybody needs me. 
You guys watch as Jin dips down into the main hold. That's, yeah, I'm going to. Okay, Omni, you make your way down there. Medi, Katharn, what are you doing? This is set up like a regular what, ship, right? What's with the hair? I'm just, I'm confused. Yeah, me too. I There was like this ugly skull. I looked at it. I freaking wrapped a rope around it. There was a shadow. Next thing I know, full on beard, big old hair. I'm not a fan. So I think I'm going to go with a mohawk. <laughs> That's very gabo to go with a mohawk. Very fucko to go with a Moa. <laughs> Jan and Omni, give me perception checks as you make it down onto the first deck. Medi and Gatharn seem to be having a conversation about hair growth and hairstyles. Well, and then also, if it's set, if this is set up like a regular ship, I'm going to go to where the quartermaster would set up. Okay. 19. 19, 19. for Jan and 19 for Omni. Um, We're on the same wavelength, buddy. You make your way over to where the helms, uh, the helmsman normally would be, where the where the wheel would be, and there's a helms station there. Uh, Gatharn, as you make your way over there, you do notice a small, although albeit under like some of the bony remnants of what was in here before, but it's getting warm even for you. Looking around, you're watching as all the ice is now melted. And there's faint glows of red above you as you look at this very small compartmental door that it you're like, oh, well, yeah, that's that makes sense. And you kind of pick it open. Uh, Jin and Omni, you're on the main, you're on the first deck. This is the the common deck, um, but this deck seems to be both the gunner's deck um, as well. So maybe it's not nearly as many uh, levels as some of the larger ships might be. Um, staring off towards the front and the back of the ship, uh, you do see um, a series of like panels that have kind of like fallen in and out. You can see a series of doors that have splayed out as well. There are broken, rotted crates, barrels, uh, the remnants of like canvas hammocks everywhere, um, just ratty and old netting. Um, near the front of the ship, you can see another kind of collapsed inward door with um, uh, walls and planking collapsed inward as well. You also, looking down and straight, begin to realize there's at least one more level below you as the stairs, broken and brittle, seem to lead down deeper into the ship. Tech <clears throat> magic. Okay. <laughs> Do I sense anything within a 30-foot radius? Currently, no. But you can feel free to wander and explore the hold of the ship. Yeah. Okay. Jin, what are you doing? I go down the stairs. Okay, you go down to the next hold. <clears throat> Gatharn, you're standing there with that small door that's now open near the helmsman. I'll do one lap around that level and then go down. Okay. Omni, give me an investigation check really well, uh, really quick while you do that. Gatharn, what are you doing? You go down? Yeah. Okay. Give me acrobatics. It's a, it's an old rotted ladder that you kind of have to shimmy down to get below it. <clears throat> okay, that is a 16. 
Okay. You manage, it cracks, but you hold on, make your way down it. Mehdi, what are you doing with your time up on deck? So Githarn <clears throat> just took off. Yeah, Githarn took off. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a frog. Um, Took off towards the helmsman station, and you watch as mm-hmm. he disappears below it. Like, uh, he opens a small trap door, and he <clears throat> just shimmies into that. You can still kind of hear Jin and Omni rummaging around and uh, investigating down below. It's getting warmer. Um, I got an 18 are there on the any, investigation. Okay. Are there any areas that are not currently being investigated that I can think of or see? Uh, give me a perception check. The captain's quarters. <laughs> Omni, as you're drifting near the back of the ship where all the doors have fallen in and some of the planking and walls have kind of rotted and fallen in, there's a slight blip from your magic detection. It's very small, yellow in energy. It's very deep into the rubble and debris that you're now standing next to. Maddie, what'd you get? Maddie won. Yeah, I mean, as far as you know, this looks pretty well covered. Um, however, at one point, you hear a, th- a sound. You look over to see this, like, red, yellowish rock just plop onto the surface of the ship. And it's now giving off a strange kind of sulfury smell. And that part of the ship begins to burn. And you watch it burn through. We're, 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 un- we're under the lava. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I it being cold up. in that room was what was keeping it safe. Now as it's you, not cold in there anymore. It's melting As you and look up, there's great striations of yellow and red coursing through the now surface of the chamber that you can see. And as you look up, a globule is falling directly towards you. Give me a deck save, please. I was really hoping we were going to be able to get this My second character's face off, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> I was hoping there wasn't going to be a fucking volcano. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. You get out of the way of it and it's now burning through the top of the ship. For Omni and Jin, you watch as... For you, Omni, you watch somewhere in the middle of the ship. Something burns through the deck and makes a clunking noise. Jin, you hear a... Directly above you. Jin, give me a perception check as you examine the cargo hold. For the record, I dash uh. in the direction Omni is... Yeah, seeing that, I would give a little, like, a really, I don't want to do it right now, but I would give a really high-pitched whistle and be like, everyone, to my voice. Okay. You got all of you can easily hear Omni yelling to collect to where he's at. Gatharn, you're now inside this quartermaster's section that's right below the helmsman. This is where, like, a lot of the common goods would normally be. A lot of the inventory to maintain the ship. A lot of the product required to keep the ship either well-maintained, delivered it to the cook, uh, or any other type of just regular day-to-day activity. But a little bit of light is peeking through, and with your... I believe you have dark vision, correct? Yep. The first thing you notice is you're ankle-deep in coins, which is the first strange thing. The second thing you notice is that the interior of this space is steel-plated. Stacked everywhere are boxes, chests, 
coins spilling out, weapons of all sorts. There is... I try to find myself a new axe. <laughs> Give me an investigation check while you do that. Omni... J- I found the loot! <laughs> you guys hear Gatharn yell out exactly what he just said. Mehdi, you've reached Omni at this point. You and Omni are standing there. Jin, do, have you come up yet after hearing Omni? No, I, I'm looking at You're still quickly looking at the cargo hold. As you begin to yeah. shift and look at this cargo hold, there's just mounds and mounds of rotted wood and, and canvas and crates, barrels. Uh, you can see where the barrels have spilled open and just festering, like, rot is coming out of them. Um, there's... Many other um, uh, containers of goods and other things that are here, but they've aged with time from both the cold and everything else. But now the things have begun to get warmer and warmer. And at this point, you watch as whatever fell above deck just comes through. And as it comes through, it burns through the cargo hold not far behind you. And as it burns through, you hear a, like a steam noise. And as you hear that, you now watch as water is burbling up from the fresh hole that it just made. Oh, that's interesting. 18 on my investigation. Okay. You find a hammer, a two-handed hammer that has a rather unique head on this hammer. There is a dragonborn face on one side of it, and then there is an eagle's claw reversed on the other side of it. That it, it seems to be made of some kind of fancy, unfamiliar steel. The heft and the haft itself is ivory and pearl encased. The alabaster wood that makes up the handle is almost as hard as metal itself. You heft it. It's unusually light. Unusually light. But it's cool. Oh, yes. It's I badass. It. You grab it. Uh, uh, and then I start looking for something that's like red-shaped. Up. Jin, what are you doing? Uh, joining Omni. And... Uh, you watch as both Omni and Medi are already making their way back up towards the main deck, um, yelling okay, something well... about Gatharn finding the loot. Uh, I was we weren't going up there just yet. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. Because no, so... Gatharn was below, so I was making sure that he was coming back up. Otherwise, we're going to have to go down there and get him, make sure he's okay. You get I'm the... in a separate area. Yeah, he's in a totally separate area. No, the... sorry. I'm sorry. Jin. Jin, yeah, yeah. Jin to come back upstairs because yeah. the lava had fallen through, and I want to make sure that he's okay. Fair before. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, he comes up. The three of you are now standing there. What would the three of you like to do? Trips. I've now ripped off Ship's my anything. And it's no. filling it with coins. We noticed. Ship's sinking, though. Yeah. Um, so... I will... All three Point of you that. feel the ship kind of... <laughs> Oh, I'll point at the and you're the hearing of stuff, <laughs> the panels that were all collapsed, and um, let them know that I there's something magical in there. I, I can sense it. Um, can we do like a a group heave to try and get the get that stuff open to get to it? So all three of you can make checks or give someone advantage. I'd leave that up to you. Medi, are you strong? I, I mean, she's certainly eight. strong enough to feed off, uh, you know, a child. That's child. pretty strong wind. That's... <laughs> yeah. That's more constitution, though. I only have a plus one in strength. I have a plus two. Thorns our strong boy, isn't he? Yep. 
<laughs> I got a plus four. Jim with his noodle arms go, I got this, Captain. Okay. So give me athletics with advantage. Medi, did you want to do something instead? Is this, hang on. So this is like, is it like a panel that we're trying to... So imagine collapse. A, lot of, a lot of captain's quarters have removable walls so yeah. that when there's either combat or they're doing gunnery practice, they bring those walls down. That way the captain's quarters has access to, the, to, the, to that portion of the deck. And it would appear that at some point these were all put back up, but now they've all shattered, cracked, fallen inward. The double doors that would lead into the captain's quarters has fallen inward. And you can even kind of see where some of the upper beams have tilted and fallen down, almost as if like something here was either purposely damaged and destroyed or some damage and destruction happened to it at some point. Okay. Uh, 19. Can I give yeah. my advantage by sticking the rapier in there and just pushing down to help him? Give me a quick perception check then as you're trying to trying to look at what Jin's doing and kind of using well, we know what that face means. Six. <laughs> That's my hand. <laughs> Jed, you lean into one of the beams that you think might fulcrum and pull everything apart. And you lean into it and you shift it. And as you shift it, <laughs> some of the planks fall away. Some of the fractured pieces fall away. Omni, your um, magic detection is still up for the most part. And you can now see a clear, like, one foot wide, two foot tall path, and you can see a shattered wooden box, and then a, a small leather bag where the the yellow is kind of like emanating from. Uh, right, so over, over here, Captain. Are we able to uh, fit through that space? You said one foot by what? Can one foot by it? two foot. You could certainly try. Yes, I would like to try and okay reach in. Uh, give me a, bag. give me acrobatics first. Kind of give him with advantage. I kick him in the butt and push him in through the hole. I'll say you're with with your barely being successful in moving that beam. You and Medi can see now the two beams that are kind of holding everything together, and the two of you got lift up. So go ahead and both of you give me strength checks really quick and see if you can help Omni get kind of shimmy deeper into there. Meanwhile, you hear above you, Gatharn, as you're filling up. Pouches of coin. I was gonna say, I was as as we're waiting, as we're trying to get through, I'll yell out, Cathard, if you found the loot, find us each something good. <laughs> what do they guys what do they normally wield as weapons? Swords? Uh rapier for Omni and Medi. And Jin too, right? Oh yeah, yeah the cutlass. Alright, nice. so while I'm kind of filling up my kilt with coin and gems and things that oh. look like, you know, valuable. I'm also keeping my eye out for something that's bread box shaped. Okay. Uh, rapiers and what was the other one? A rapier, basically. Yeah. Cutlass. Three rapiers. So basically, cutlass, rape, swords. Okay. Swords. Fair enough. Give me swords another. Or, or a bow. Swords, short swords, rapiers, daggers. Give me another investigation. Yeah, give me another investigation check. Medi and Jin, what'd you get for your strength checks? Well, ladies wow. first. And what'd you get, Medi? Late. 12. Jen, what'd you get? Nat one. Nat one. <laughs> Omni, give me a regular acrobatics as they are not doing a very good job of helping you. And, uh, can can I yell back to Catharn? Um, you're you're pretty. Pull your ass up. 
as as I'm yeah. going under, I'll be like, yeah, Hurry because up. we need you over here. Yeah, because where you guys are below, he's slightly right above you in the quartermaster's hold that's right under the helmsman. So you guys are all kind of in the same section of the ship. And all of you yeah. can now smell smoke. Um, yeah, Maddie just sees Jin's arms just... <laughs> Say, with, with that last statement, hurry your ass up. We need you over here. Um, I would like to try and intimidate or persuade Gatharn, um, giving him advantage on his investigation check. Okay. Uh, give me a disadvantage on your acrobatics then, as you're not focused on it. Well, I rolled a 21 for my first roll. Let's see if I get a natural 20 on the next one. Okay. No. So the 21 is my better roll. Okay. Um. Okay, so <laughs> I got a nat 20 for one of them. Oh, it always man. goes with disadvantage rolls. But I got a 17 with the other, and it was... Uh, Acrobatics. Acrobatics, and it's a plus four, so 21. You managed to shimmy... Through, even though you're not concentrated on it, you shimmy through, pull yourself over. You can hear the beams kind of cracking. Smoke is now kind of filling backwards and up into the chamber that you're kind of shimmying into. And you reach out, you grab the small leather bag, and you kind of open it to peek at it. It, it looks like it's a compass. I will pocket it, and as I'm returning back through the hole, look around and just Perception-wise, yeah, there's give me another... anything else in this chamber. How big is this space that I Not very big. Through? Yeah, not very right. big. But give me a perception check. We'll see if you find anything else. 16 plus 1, 17. 17. You also see on your way out a leather satchel with two books in it. Grab it. Okay. And then you oh, shimmy out. Just in time to watch <laughs> things begin to burn through the upper deck. Gatharn, you find a pistol, very finely made. You find a uh, short sword, very finely made. And you find a rapier, very finely made. And nothing uh, about bread box shaped or anything like that? No, unfortunately not. Okay. Um... And I smell smoke now? Yeah, you smoke the is... the room that I'm in is, like, encased in steel. Right, but you can smell smoke now wafting in through the trap door above you. And all, all right, of you at um, the same time feel the ship list slightly towards the front of the ship. And it elevates just enough for you to feel the difference. <laughs> you can feel the wood creak. <laughs> just as Omni gets pulled out, all the beams <laughs> kind of collapse and shift. As the ship is now front down, rear up. Now, how did it work with uh, strength as far as how much I can carry? Is it well? Like, I mean, I'll say you've two, been. I'll say you've. Yeah, well, I'll say you've been in that space long enough that between the hammer that you, the two-handed hammer, and then the weaponry that you found, you're loaded down with a bunch of coin and gems. You're pretty. You're you're going to be struggling to be able to move at a normal pace. You're pretty. Well, no, that's what that's what I was that's what I was getting at. Is I'll get rid of some of the gems and coin, so that I'm I'm not over encumbered. Uh, give me a deck like, save. Like, give me a deck save first. Get rid of the coin before the gems. Uh, Twenty two. Twenty two. You watch as a lava bomb <laughs> makes its way through the trap door and lands not more than five feet away from you. Oh, that takes care of my pubes. 
<laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, but yeah, man. so I dodge that and go, okay, fuck. So I hoist up the makeshift bag that I made from my kill. Okay. If it feels like it's going to encumber me somewhat, I'm going to ditch some of the coins. You're at the edge. You feel like any more and you're going to go over the edge of encumbrance. Oh, well then if I can handle this and freaking, I tie a rope around it, hoist it around my neck, like like my shoulders, kind of like a mm-hmm. freaking makeshift backpack and start climbing back up. Okay. Give me acrobatics as the ladder is at an angle now. Ooh, angled. And you All can right, hear the coins rattling 20. under. 20? Okay. You managed to pop up. The front of the ship is slightly down. The back of the ship is slightly up. You see no sign of Jin, Medi, or Omni yet. Um, looking up, you can see striations of yellow and orange above you, and globules of lava are now coming down at a steady pace. Go ahead and give me another deck save. I'm yelling out, hey, you guys remember Maximizer? It's <laughs> happening again. Uh, one. 21. You managed to yeah, you, doing, bro. Yeah, you managed to shift and dodge as another lava bomb sets the deck on get, fire. I get advantage on deck saves. Um as but, yeah. Medi and Jin are helping pull me up, um I'll dust myself off and thank you. Uh let's get topside and get the heck out of here. Let's start moving towards the staircase. What's left of it? What's left of it? Yeah, it's broken and jostled. And with this angle, the three of you look to watch as the lower half of the staircase has now broken away and kind of collapsed. Is it something, is it something that a boost we'd be able to get mm-hmm. up to the part that's there? Sure. All right, I'll turn to oh. Jin and. But and I need all like, three. I need all three of you to make deck saves as you look up through the hole to see lava bombs falling. Cool. Nine. Ah, <laughs> uh, seventeen. Medi. 13. <laughs> yeah, dice don't love you tonight. Um, luckily, DC is 14 currently at the rate that they're falling. Um, Jin, however, one of the lava bombs splashes in your direction, and you take eight points of fire damage as these globules of lava land on you. And as they land on you, they begin to burn into your skin, take an additional 20 points of burning damage until you get them off of you. Ah. Lava sucks, yo. Uh, so I would see Did this happen. <laughs> but there's blistered skin and clothes are on fire that Jin is now having to take time to put out. <laughs> uh, I've run to I the uh, I've run to the hold. Okay, as you're running through, dodging, you're over at the hold. You can see the three of them down. The, the edge of the hold is now on... F- well, the edge of the hold is now on fire because while all this was going on for you guys, small lava bombs have been dripping and drabbing off of the, surf- uh, of the surface of the interior of the cavern and colliding with the deck of the ship. The uh, very front of the ship was engulfed in fire for a moment, but then you watch as it dips slightly down into the water. Yes, Mehdi. Um, is there water where we're standing? Currently, no. 
Okay, but yeah. looking I will down, be attempting to put Jen out. Yeah, I mean, looking down into the cargo hold, you can hear water filling up the cargo hold. Your passive would be good enough for that. Um, I'm going to cast create and dis- or create water. Okay. Um, I can create up to ten gallons of clean water within range. Um, uh, water falls as rain in a thirty foot cube within range, extinguishing exposed flames in the area. And There's a hiss of like. Yeah, there's right a right on the stairs and above us. Yeah, there's a hiss of steam as it comes in contact with the lava splatters. You watch as Jin is immediately doused and the fire goes off of his clothing. The uh he's now peeling the slightly cooled globules off of his body. Uh the three of you are staring up at Gatharn looking over. There's now wafts of smoke kind of like emanating behind Gatharn's head, but looking up, those striations are getting brighter and whiter. I feel my first uh, con save, or my first death save. Okay. Okay. I am going to make myself a gin backpack and try to jump up towards the stairs to get him out of here. Uh, I'm hoping my that's what I was asking. So the, you, did you say the doorway was now on fire? The edge of the hold is slightly on fire. I, I put it out. Oh yeah, you do put it out because you cast it. All right, and I throw down a net. You guys watch as. Poof, as this net comes down, Medi, seeing that, grabs Jim. I'm, I'm anchoring mm-hmm. one part of it so that okay. they can use it like a ladder. Medi, now with no problem, with Jin on your back, you easily using your ability to make your way up on the net, and you're now on deck. Uh, Omni, however, give me acrobatics with advantage because Gatharn is helping. Um, He's holding right on to the as... net now. <laughs> if he's holding as... on to the net, I start pulling. I start pulling up. <laughs> Right as she's about to go up with Jin, okay. um, I'll. Uh, and how long does that create water last for? Does it continue for a while, or is it just instant and that's it? Um, it doesn't say a time frame. It says just ten gallons uh, of it, clean water. If if it, <laughs> the water falls as rain in a thirty foot cube within it and extinguishes exposed flames in the area, but so it's the, just an immediate thing. Right, it's not right. like an ongoing. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. <laughs> puts everything out momentarily. So Omni, what'd you get for your acrobatics? Um. Well, before that happens, okay. I would uh, put our uh, my hand on um, one of the arm lava spots of, of Jin. Okay. Um, and cast Cure Wounds. Okay. And Jen will get back uh, 1d8 plus 5 hit points. So should I tell our new potential, potential fifth that maybe she should be a cleric? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, so that's uh, 10. Or just let me die. I'll be the cleric. She can play DPS if she wants. <laughs> so that's uh, 10 back. All right, Jen, you get 10 points back. You're, well, knowing Jen, I will allow you to determine if you want your eyes to flutter open because there's a strange sensation that Mehdi is carrying you and has brought you safely onto the deck of the ship. Gatharn, you watch as Mehdi and Jen come over. Omni, you kind of used, uh, what'd you get for your acrobatics? Uh, Acrobatics check. Acrobatics is plus four. uh, 21. With advantage. With advantage. Yeah, yeah. 23. Yeah, you use healing Jin as a way to kind of spring your step upward. All four of you are now on deck. Jin is hung over 
the shoulder of Medi seems to be still unconscious. Wait, wait, wait. am I backpacked like this? Right yeah, you're, 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 you're backpacked, I believe. Oh, no. I, I, I don't have to walk? I'm good. <laughs> as far as you can I tell, Jit's still unconscious. You hear I don't a, have to breathe, so... You hear no a rather larger noise as the striations have gotten wider. The first, this next lava bomb hits the front of the ship, and you feel the entire ship shudder from the impact as the whole front of the ship just... <laughs> and now you're watching larger... Uh, exposed sections of the lava and striations crashing and coming both into the bay and into the ship. However, everybody give me perception checks really quick. 16. Yeah. Except for Jin, you are unconscious or pretending to be unconscious. (laughs) Ah, 14. How do you do the ice bridge thing? That was Jen. <laughs> oh, is that Jen. Wake up! <laughs> As you smack Jen trying to wake him up, you look over Maddie, or you can't really look over her shoulder, but you look past her form, your and you can see where there's big plumes of steam coming up from the bay, from where the lava is dropping into it. But now that that cold effect has dissipated you begin to realize that the water itself is surprisingly clear. And on the very far end of the cavern that's way out in the bay, you see the kind of like telltale signs of light coming in from underneath the bay. That way. We got to swim. I run off in the direction he pointed and jump off. (laughs) (laughs) You hit the water. Wake up. (laughs) (laughs) You got a nice little goblin hand smack on your cheek there, Jin, as Gatharn smacks you and then leaps off the edge. You watch as Medi and Jin leap off the edge, but Jin's still backpack carried. As you hit the water, Medi, give me an athletics check. Let's see if you can hold on to Jin. Uh, the impact, poof, you feel his arms slip out of your hands. And Jen, you're now kind of free-floating in the water. Mehdi, you're in the water. Gatharn, you're in the water. Omni, what are you doing? Uh, we will s- jump up onto the handrail and okay. um, look back over the ship and think how a legacy, like, one of Copper Joe's, like how it, even one that lasts beyond normal life years would, even it has its own ending. And I'll take a nice big, actually, pro- hopefully, I might have to roll for it because I want it to be well, very first give a, me a luxurious deck, swan dive. First, give me a deck save because while you were cool. monologuing, I rolled a one. So awesome. Yeah, give me a deck save. So that is a 15. 621. 21. You are sitting there contemplating this as a massive lava bomb lands not more than 20 feet from you. It just explodes through the deck. The deck comes rupturing upwards, sending you backwards into a bizarre kind of like somersault. Um, give me acrobatics, see if you could turn it into a swan dive. <laughs> I'm swimming oh towards the light. Yeah, uh, you're like... Eleven plus four, fifteen. Fifteen. So you do a pretty good job of turning in 
explosion throwing you outward. You kind of pivot and jackknife and form into a dive and enter in the water. Um, so you're all in the water now. Gatharn has said that he is now swimming towards the light that he can see. Now that you're in the water, maybe a couple hundred feet in front of you, you can see what looks like daylight is leaking through through something down below underneath the water. The water itself looks to be about 20 to 30 deep, feet deep at this current point that you're at. That's hard to tell for sure. I, I cast uh, reverse positions with Vince's character while we're in the water situation. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to try to make sure to haul Jin up so that he doesn't. I don't know that he doesn't know, doesn't have to breathe. I suspect. But just in case, I'm going right, right. to make it to the surface. Fair enough. As she's about to bring me to the surface, I open up my eyes. I wink at Medi, and I burst off going that way because my swim speed's 40. Okay. (laughs) Well, bye-bye. You're welcome. Finn doesn't even use his arms while he swims. It's just all legs. So all of you near the surface. So are you deep underwater or near the surface? How are all of you swimming towards the light? Deep. Definitely down. Okay. Yeah. On the surface. Yeah, not trying to get a glob of lava land right on top of us. Okay. But, you know, when lava hits water and cools, it turns into a rock. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll it'll slow down before it hits us. So with that, somebody help remind me, how long can you hold your breath for? I believe it's your con. Constitution. Oh, yep. Yeah, plus a minute. Plus a minute. Infinity. <laughs> yeah, so it's you. Yeah, I mean, myself and Jin don't have to breathe. So Correct. <laughs> Breathing. So for Gatharn and Omni, how, uh, long, how long can you hold your breath for? Oh, well, I can see, hold my here's breath. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, are you. You jumped uh, on? Uh, on, you absolute madman. Uh, well, no, no they can decide to turn into something else. Gatharn, what are yeah. you doing? I'm swimming on the surface. My constitution is 18, so whatever 18 plus whatever the hold. So you get five minutes of holding your breath. You're fine. Get down underwater. (laughs) Well, you got to go about 300 feet. I have like 250 pounds of loot on my back. (laughs) Yeah, there's that too. You are you're walking across the bottom, baby. At this point, (laughs) (laughs) you are Iron Man or a zombie, Pearl. So, Omni, you recognize that both Jen and Maddie seem to have, other than the fact they have to physically swim. The two of them aren't having any issues with breathing. Gatharn seems to be using his physical stature, his physical ability to do what he does. You, however, what would you like to try to do to to deal with the fact that you're go- they have to go underwater? Yeah, uh, we're gonna go ahead and, and um, shift uh, changeling physical <laughs> form into that of a triton. <laughs> And, remembering uh, the image of one and meeting a couple of them you shift into well, that form this, yeah. this particular this particular triton um is uh more of a gray and silverish color um not your well depending on what area they're from more of a blue or a green uh kind of matching their environment uh this one is a bit more uh not shiny silver, but uh, like a, a brushed aluminum. Uh, <laughs> brushed aluminum. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So it's it's kind of got a bit more of like that that shark skin looking texture across our body. We've got the fins and stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, and uh, we're gonna actually stick with Gatharn, knowing that he can't breathe underwater. And right as uh, we're about to get to a spot where we're gonna do a deep dive, if he's okay. staying close to the surface. I'll go with him and kind of like keep a hand on him to make sure that he's going down and is holding his breath. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll say all of you've described a pretty good way of dealing with this. So at some point, all of you are treading water and looking down at what looks like an exposed telltale sign of a cavern underneath the water where the light is ble- bleeding through your perception, your passives would be high enough. You can hear waves breaking on the other side of this cavern wall that you're kind of treading water near, it wouldn't be too obvious to expect that this might be a way out. Uh, then I stopped treading water and let the weight just drag me yeah. down. <laughs> you guys watch as Gatharn fully submerges down to the point of the opening. The the uh, hilt for the, the uh, short sword and rapier would be visible. Okay. The two-handed hammer is in my hand. Fair enough. Makes swimming very oh, challenging. I'm just going down following. So all, is everybody following Gatharn down towards the lighted opening? Yeah. Okay. So all of you make your way down there. You can see what looks to be the entrance of a series of broken and fractured tunnels. They look quite small at first. I need the four of you to give me perception checks while you're underwater. Natural 20, so 24. Okay. Ooh, a 15. Okay. Whoa. 15. The three of you watch as Gatharn begins to swim very rapidly towards one of the larger of the fractured tunnels. Um, you can now feel like current uh, as Gatharn disappears. Gatharn, you <laughs> you're immediately kind of like sucked out in to this cavern. The rest of you can now feel the ca- uh, the current strike you as well. I need all four of you to make athletic. Righteous, righteous. <laughs> I need all four of you to make athletic checks, please. Surfing the EAC, baby. Twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty-four. A dirty 20. Dirty 20. What were we doing? Athletics. Athletics. Yeah. Jin, you slam your head into the wall, taking four points of bludgeoning damage as you get sucked in by the current and you're slammed upward. Watch. Well, you don't bleed, but you watch as your magical translucent innards kind of like leak out and you kind of trying to steady yourself and follow Gatharn and Medi. Omni, what'd you get? 18. 18. You managed to maintain as well. Yes, Maddie. That does not smell delicious, correct? It absolutely smells like nothing to you. Wonderful. Just wanted to establish that. that smells like a walk through the graveyard. For the next minute, you're all kicking and fighting the current, and then you're out into the main bay, and the light is crashing down. Um, it's the sun setting off to the west. Um all of you kicking upwards, breaking the surface of the water. Uh, Omni breaks the surface kind of like Little Mermaid with the hair flipping at the <laughs> yeah. all silhouette four, to the sunset. 
All four of you give me perception checks, please. There's a better question. Has Jin seen this swarm before? Fifteen. <laughs> That's between you and Omni. Sixteen. Okay. Omni, have you used this form before? Uh, yes, you would have seen Omni turn into a Triton uh, when doing different things out at sea that need to be done, like, under the ship. Okay, um, so I won't stab you. <laughs> you, you don't need to bleed. What'd you get, Maddie? Yep. This is true. Sixteen. Sixteen. Jin, what'd you get? Thirteen. Thirteen. As a group, pivoting your heads, looking around, a very familiar ship is out deep into the bay. Looking to your right, you can see a familiar beach where an encampment is. And you can see a familiar crew on that beach. As it would seem that this exit point has brought you to the entire other side of the island. Either through traversing through the car and bringing you back all the way down to this point. But somehow you've been brought right back to where the the beach encampment is, where the ship is out in the bay, and waves are crashing into the side of the cliffs. I start nudging everybody to go on the left side of the... so away from the crew and the ship. Why? We've already been guaranteed, like, the treasures. Have we? Yeah. Let's yeah, the captain said we can have whatever or, we want, yeah. except for the... Let's All see that they what want we have. Magic let's, item let's see what we have. Let's just let's just see what you know. No harm, no foul. Let's see what we have. Oh, yeah. This. Jen does make a point. I'll I'll pull out the leather pouch and be like, uh, it's a compass. And are you doing this out in the middle of the water? Or are you no, I'm, for... like, I'm, I'm up onto no, the no, shore. No. When he said we were, he was nudging okay. us across. So, I figured we were like coming up out on the beach. Yeah, is uh, you guys find like a like uh, how a, far away are they? They're, they're not right there. No, they're not right there. They're probably a good right. thousand feet away from you. I oh, mean, they're okay. so way... They probably don't even see us. They'll sink into the tree line a little bit. So the four of you kind of... Is the sun at our backs? <laughs> the sun is currently at your backs as it's now almost nighttime. The, the sun is setting. And the four of you are now making your way towards the only exposed part of the cliff-like beach that's nearest you. There could be some challenges getting off of there. But all of you make your way to that area of the beach and crawling and pulling yourselves up. Uh, but the four of you go ahead and give me stealth with disadvantage um, as it's hard to be stealthy when swimming on the surface. And <laughs> that one. That one. Okay. Is it because it's hard to write it? <laughs> 19. That sounds like good macaroni. I rolled two 17s. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 19 and a 16. Seven. Okay, Maddie. So, twenty-four. Another natural one. Okay, the four of you haul yourself up onto a small, kind of like beached area. The cliffs kind of range upwards before it, like, kind of like disappears into a fractured series of peaks and a and a small, kind of like fractured bit of mountain and cliff. Um, the you know the jungle foliage kind of going the other way. I'll shift back to. Uh, my normal okay. half elf demeanor. The four of you sit there. Arn is quieter with his jingly jangly makeshift backpack than freaking the other two are bursting out of water. <laughs> <laughs> the four of you kind of settle onto the beach. You watch as the bag kind of crashes open as Gatharn 
gets it off his shoulder. Coins and gems and weapons kind of half spilling out of the bag. All of you feel a strange shudder in the ground. <laughs> Is the bag really that heavy? And then a few seconds later, oh, watch as the cliff face begins to crack and come apart right above you as some kind of seismic activity is beginning to build underneath you. Now, that's where we're going to finish tonight. And we're going to finish a little early oh, for a couple of reasons. We're going to finish early for a couple of reasons. Now, one, we are going to do one more session of Debtor's Gambit next week. However, Jen, you're you're up for the next one shot, correct? Sure. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> so, bring back the old game. Absolutely. I agree. And of course, Brendan will create a character for it. Um, but you're in charge of it. So we will be meeting the 27th like normal. And then the one shot will be on July. Oh, shit. Are we taking July 4th off? Yeah. 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 So it's going to be on... July 11th. July 11th will be the one shot. Uh, we're going to take uh, July 4th off. We'll run reruns again and maybe do just kind of like a fun session of giveaway or something. We'll do something very festive in 4th of July. Um, ooh, ooh, let's see if there's uh, some um, American flag dice. Oh, I will look. I will find some. And if there are, yeah. we will give away some 4th of July flag dice. Now. Or Aarakocra dice. Surviving Copper Joe's Tomb. Bald Eagle. Surviving Copper Joe's Tomb was a milestone. So you guys are all now level six. Time to take my level in cleric. Let's go. <laughs> it's like everybody's multi-class. Suddenly everybody's Wait, a level one out. cleric. <laughs> Not me. I'm a level one looter. <laughs> I don't know are if I should take that extra HP level in Paladin or Sorcerer right uh, now. No, we are over the level 5 limit, so everybody go ahead and roll for HP. Make sure you re-roll ones. Wait, but I don't know if I'm going to do uh, Paladin or Sorcerer. I need time. I got five. Okay. Yeah, if we, if, if we do a giveaway for 4th of July dice, I will post it in our Discord as well as on our Twitter so if you don't follow us, be sure to follow us on our on our tweeters, uh, our Instagrams, and all those places so we can keep you informed of our giveaways. Uh, but yeah, I like that idea. I think for the first week of July, we'll do some Fourth of July, uh, you know, Fourth of July dice giveaways. Um, also, uh, starting next week, we will be doing a new giveaway channel, and I will be sharing that information uh, with Hope. Uh, but we are going to be giving away a single random blind box miniature. Um, the hope is to help a lot of our uh, storytellers out there start collecting minis for their games. So we will be building that channel next and we'll be promoting it as well. But got to be part of our Discord to be able to be part of it. So also, I am working with uh, Viridian Dice. They are going to be giving us a promo code uh, for the last two weeks of June. So I think I'm getting it tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and we're going to be giving that promo code out on all of our shows. It'll, I believe it's either a 10 uh, or 15% uh, discount on resin their resin dice sets. So we'll have some details on that coming Monday as well. Awesome. Now, I do have a fifth person. Um, she uh, she uh, was the first one to respond to me. 
She is in my, she's going to be in my Wednesday show, The Descendants, um, starting, ooh, that's going to be starting soon. That's starting, um, that's going to be starting the 30th. That's going to be our first uh, episode. Um, but uh, um, she's very eager. She's really fun. Um, and it kind of keeps the balance of the table the, the way I like it. So I'm a little selfish in the sense it'll balance it well. She's very familiar with the rule sets. Um, she's willing to uh, play a character that the group needs, or if you'd allow her to build a character that she just wants oh. to role play or want. Let her know. play what she wants. Okay. Um, she's already in our Discord. Um, I believe <clears throat> if she's not watching, I think she messaged me early, earlier. Ed's got all the healing we need, baby. <laughs> I believe. I got, I got cure wounds. That's what I got. You got lay on hands too, man. She goes by the handle. Lay on, lay on your hands. You, yeah, you don't she, have lay on hands? Um, she she goes it. by the handle Vandrina. On the Vendrina. Discord channel, so I will invite her That's to the cast. Feature. Um, I will invite her to the cast oh. and crew, where you guys can banter and right. take a pulse and right. ask her about her and all that stuff. Um, and if you guys have good vibes and you like her, then I will talk about bringing her in for the next Friday session, um, which means I'll have to redo my overlay again. <laughs> yeah. By the way, do you guys like the new overlay? Did you like it? Did you Love like it? it? <laughs> I have to do that again, but that's fine because I like this group with five. I think this group has a good dynamic with five. So, is everybody okay with adding a fifth person? If there's any concerns, now is always the good time to talk about it. No, it's not all right. <laughs> I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to take a second level in sorcerer or. <laughs> I have a uh, concern by the way that I rolled a one on my health and then you can roll again. Yeah, re-roll those. <laughs> Or you just stick oh, a, or just stick a straw in another three year old child and you're good. At level five, you get uh, two attacks <laughs> as a paladin. So yeah, that's what I was looking yeah. at. Should I get that extra attack or should I take font of magic? No, you want that. You want that extra attack. Because if I take font of magic, that's when I get meta magic and sorcery points and goodness. So level seven. Uh, the skill I just got was bolstering magic. I can harness my wild magic to bolster myself or a companion. Ooh. And nice. as an action, I can touch one creature, can be yourself, and confer one of the following benefits of your choice to that creature. For 10 minutes, the creature can roll a D3 whenever we're making an attack roll or an ability check and add the number roll to the D20 roll. Or roll a D3, the creature regains one expended spell slot. The level of which equals the number rolled or lower. That's kind of we call that a D four because I don't have D threes. It's a it's a, it's a six sider, just half. Yeah. So mm -hmm. one and two, three and four, and five and six. Gotcha. Okay, that works too. So I took and a bunch of creature receives that benefit. They can't the that creature can't receive it again until after a long rest. Nice. So I took a bump in Morlock. Still didn't. So I got two class features for that. Oceanic Soul, I gain cold resistance. And then if I drag anything underwater, it understands whatever language I'm speaking. And I understand whatever language it's speaking. And then my Tentacle of the Deep. Uh, Sexy. Let's not talk about your Tentacle of the Deep. So, <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. Shed's it's, like, no, let's now, talk about it. <laughs> it's, a, 
it's also a guardian coil now. So if you're within 10 feet of my tentacle, I can, <laughs> with my reaction, negate 1d8 damage to a creature. Oh. To a friend. Yeah. I do want to nice. specify that, like, when I was doing my loot and grab, if there were small little treasure boxes, that went into the loot pile, too. Were there? Were there? Yeah. Hmm? I was yeah. just saying, as, as I was doing my little loot and grab, freaking, if there was, like, little things that could, like, little boxes, that would have gone into the pile, too. Because, yeah. like I said, I had already been looking for something that was, like, bread box sized. I don't know what a bread box is. Neither do I. I just knew it was about the size of a loaf of bread. Yeah, because we don't, we don't have bread in my house. We have, like, a cup noodle drawer. We have a bread drawer, so I don't, we don't really eat bread. Um, Jason, yes. Uh, when you said that I got a leather satchel with books in it, did you specify two books or did you? Yep, you, yep. you did say two books. Okay, two books. I was just yep. Sure. For the one shot, everybody level up their character PCs to twelve, please. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, what about what about gear and equipment? Since I'm going to be creating a completely new character. See, here's the yeah, you can make whoever you want. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say that for you, no. you'd have a you need to have a connection with Wolfric, and then we'll see. Well, yeah, but you remember with Wolfric's relationship with the church at that one point, you can no. make any connection you want, really. You could say he was like one um, of your like folks that goes out and finds information for you and brings it back to the church, or you know, Bitharn. So you can have one blue item, I guess. What what kind oh, of character <laughs> were you thinking? Because there's a Such particular a NPC from my character's backstory that we never got. Oh, no, I have something for Oh, no, he's got mine for Umbra. Yeah, Umbra. Yeah, I bet you anything Jin's going to make, uh, or that Vince is going to make Umbra the big bad. Guaranteed. No, I, yeah, I have, no <laughs> I have I Shannon's uh, backstory, so if everybody can send me yours, and I'll try to see if I can give ourselves a nice epilogue. Do we have a Discord channel for that one too? We'll just we use just this do one. The one shot. Yeah, so we'll just do it in this one. Gander. All right, so level twelve character. All right. Finish the stream at any point. <laughs> no, they're just no, gonna see us. Gonna see like, yeah. like if you guys are still Hi hanging guys, around, we're just cool. gonna be shooting the shit now. Yeah. <laughs> Figuring out my one shot that I've never you know, done on the stream fine. before. Checking. I mean. This is kind of like that extra bonus content that they yeah, it's should behind be the like BTS. behind the, pay, the paywall. Yeah. yeah, this, this is usually Patreon content, peek, by the way. Sneak peek. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I'm pretty sure we're the only ones that are watching our stream right now. But it's okay. <laughs> Anybody pops in, we, we BS in about a one shot that I'm going to run. From a previous campaign that most from of us a previous read. campaign. So, you know, uh, season two of that campaign is going to be rendered null. It's going to pick up from a year... Oh, good. When, uh, okay. We saved the temple. Gotcha. <laughs> Perfect. I love that idea. Uh, yeah, Shannon froze in fear. Look, look at that yeah. face of fear. <laughs> you, look, you look confused, Chez. Like, so season two never happened. We never went on a boat. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, um, no, I was just we're going to we're gonna chat about our one shot that we're going to do in two weeks, but we'll be back here Sunday night, Debtor's Gambit. We'll be introducing a new player. We will be finding out the items that they found. We will be exploding an island. And the, yes. the, the nonsense and shenanigans continues. Um, all right, folks. Last thank you. Cookie.
They she said, doesn't know we made happy, it happy. Happy. <laughs> well, she's gonna get blown up on the island. Happy. Happy Father's, Day. happy Father's Day to the dad. See y'all. Bye. Bye guys. Play some Bye. games.